Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Martial arts movies. Martial arts. You know, martial arts, like cooking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cooking, yeah. driving. Uh, and um, going to space. Yes. <laughs> They're all martial arts. <laughs> you all know what we mean. You're being silly, of course. We're talking about punching hard. Yeah, kicking and punching and stuff. And joining us for this kicking and punching ride, Julian Bentham. Hello. <laughs> Welcome it's to the me. show. It's lovely to be here. Ah. I'm slightly confused now. Um, <laughs> thrown in the deep end. But yeah, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank yeah. you for having me. So how do you feel about martial arts movies? I love martial arts films. Okay. I... I grew up always asking for them for birthdays and Christmas. Um, Yes, so I'm very into them. Had a Bruce Lee phase. Um, I even entered a speech competition in secondary school where I I just started. It was about Bruce Lee being my idol. And I just started the speech going, Jesus (laughs) is not my idol. Of course, this was a Catholic school, so they're like... (gasps) And I was like, Martin Luther King, not my idol. And I was like, because my idol isn't perfect. In retrospect, there's various logical fallacies to it. But um, I was like, my idol grew up on the streets and blah, blah, blah. And I started telling the story of Bruce Lee. And I didn't win. And some kid, some teenager came up to me afterwards like, Bruce Lee's dead, man. He's not alive anymore. And I was like... I know. <laughs> but he yeah. really told you. Oh, he got me good. <laughs> he properly got he, you. That whole uh, speech where I told his life story, but somehow wasn't aware he was dead, apparently. <laughs> you'd, like, you'd, gotten, you, the, the, you'd read the book of Bruce Lee uh-huh. all the way up until the last chapter. Uh-huh. Wait, I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> it's a short last chapter. Have he retired? <laughs> That's good enough to write a uh-huh. <laughs> to write a speech. Uh, I'm most of the way there, <laughs> but yes, big fan of martial arts films. So yeah, let's get on with pitching some movies. Yeah. Um, thank you to everyone who's given us titles on social media. If you want to, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. You can also go to Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, and we put title posts out every Friday for genre-specific film titles that you can give us and we can read out and pitch on the show. Yep. Loads of people gave us titles this week. So without further ado, we're just going to go through some titles and pitch what those moves would be about. So from James Callum, we've got Bishop Bash Bosh. <laughs> bishop Bash Bosh. Uh, yeah. A young bishop, new to the profession. <laughs> He's a... It's got to be someone like, um, you know, uh, a... Oh, what's his name? Uh, Mod People. Uh, what's it? Uh, what, the Cockney guy. Um, oh, Ray Winston. Ray Winston. It's going to be a younger Ray Winston oh, okay. who's going to say things like, Bish, bash, bosh. All right, I'm a bishop. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's, you know, what are the bells are that... Um, uh, that you have to be born within the sound of to to be a Cockney. St Paul's maybe. Yeah. yeah. If, if maybe if yeah if you if you're born within the the sound of St Paul's uh, the bells of St Paul's then you are you know you're a Cockney. Maybe 
like the most cockney person in the world is yeah. trying to become a bishop. <laughs> you born inside the bell. <laughs> I was born inside the bell. I've got an incredible loss of hearing. <laughs> yeah. But I'll make up for it with my fighting ability. <laughs> yeah. The, the, there's a start. So opening, opening, uh, opening shot, mm. there's like a, uh, a an angry mob um, it's it's a load of people, and I'm 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 pulling heavily from a sort of you know uh, uh, hunchback of Notre Dame situation. Okay. Um, the uh, a, a family are being are being run through the streets, and uh, the uh, and and they're like sanctuary, sanctuary, like you know there's a and and there's like. <laughs> Torches and pitchforks and stuff, yeah. uh, and then you know this this pregnant woman is 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 like please help, and then the people break into the church and the, and and you know like um, uh, the 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 people in the church are like no you can't come in here and they're like they're like hit them with a what's a very Cockney weapon a cane a cane yeah um, hit them with a cane uh. Uh, and and carry on through anyway the only way they're able to escape. The only way that this pregnant woman is able to escape is by climbing to the top of the tower. Oh, okay. And while the bell's going on. And yes. while the bell's going on and giving yes. birth there. Uh, and then the... what, Why are they hunting her? Is it because she's giving birth to Ray Winston? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna, uh, the reason I left it. I, I left it uh, kind of uh, vague because I wanted uh, to see if anyone else had, had like had an idea. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, uh, I like the idea that people are like, she's gonna give birth to Ray Winston! <laughs> hey, get her! Get her! Get her, go on! Snap her neck! Uh, and, and Ray Winston can't be born! <laughs> Stop Ray Winston being born! Um, but, like, the. Uh, he's gonna. He's gonna humiliate us by trying to do a Russian accent! <laughs> So I reckon maybe there's a prophecy involved there. Yeah. Prophecy that the church have found out that someone called Ray Winston is going to be born and like become a priest and the take per- down the, the corruption in the church. The king has received a prophecy yeah. in a crystal ball. Um, in, in the the Vatican <laughs> crystal ball. Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking in this case that the Vatican are are giving them sanctuary, mm. right? So there's because the it's going to be. A, Saint Paul, the Catholic Church, right? Like the Vatican via via the, the one of their arms yeah. of Saint Paul's Cathedral is giving them sanctuary because, like, firstly, this guy's got to grow up to be a bishop, right? Mm. Oh yeah. Secondly, um, uh, I like the idea that we we cast someone who uh, we. Maybe maybe we know that they're like we're gonna have a big set piece. Yeah, we're now deciding on who's gonna be the tutor here. Yeah, right. Mm. Because I have an idea. Okay, yeah. <laughs> go, for it, go for it. Okay, so when I hear Bishop Bosch, Bosch <laughs> I think of Bish Bash Bosch. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes, Jamie Oliver. I think Jamie Oliver. Yes, is is the priest who like takes who, yeah. who gives gives this woman sanctuary and like probably has a fight scene where oh, he's, yeah. he's he's bapping a load of um, uh, bapping a load of cockneys yeah. with uh, like with candlesticks and <laughs> I think he's he's the cook. That's he's the cook. He he feeds the priests. That's where he has a bit of distance from them. Yes. So where there's this big conspiracy among the priests, yes. he's the 
Sean is a bit removed from it. Yes, that's mm. good. I like that, yeah. And he raises young Ray Winston as a child. It's like when the child is born in the, like in the bell of St. Paul's Cathedral, it's, yeah. just, it's just a... Because Ray Winston just looks like a big baby. Yeah. So it's just... <laughs> It's just Ray Winston, we've but got, small. We've got some real King Herod situation here, where like yeah. the pearly king has heard that there's going to be the most, the most Cockney person ever <laughs> to be born is about to be born, and he's like, we've got to stop him. <laughs> I like the idea that he's like, he, he like someone's rolling out the barrel for him because he's about to have a big party, yeah. and uh, the barrel smashes, and in the dregs of the, uh, in the dregs of the beer I assume if you're rolling out a barrel mm. uh, I, I, we could say it's soup if you want yeah. um, uh, he, he, he sees this prophecy or his uh. he, or, or like the, <laughs> the pearly queen sees the prophecy and says I've just seen a, a sign that the, the most po- cockney person in the world is about to be born yeah but Barbara Windsor is like the, <laughs> yeah. the seeing, yeah, seeing yeah, woman the, the seer the, the one with, oh, who reads the, the soup yeah mm. <laughs> She's uh, she's got one uh, one eye and yeah. one pearl. Uh, yes, oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, at which point, who's who's playing the the, the pearly king? Pearly king, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Mm. Anthony Hopkins, yes. a Welshman yeah. playing the the pearly king. Like he can, him, he can do a Cockney accent. Yeah, I, I bet he can. Yeah. I bet he can. Mm. Yeah. Never, I would never doubt Anthony Hopkins. So Ray Winston's raised. Right in 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 the walls of St Paul's Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, according to a, a you know a religious upbringing on one hand, mm. and a and a martial very hard life working in the kitchen under Jamie Oliver. Yes. <laughs> and he teaches him how to fight because you got to be hard. Yeah. yeah. Jamie Oliver knows the path he's going to be walking. Yeah. Jamie Oliver <laughs> was an, was an urchin before yeah, he got yeah, taken yeah. on to the uh, to the to, to the church. Yeah. He used he to be looked... a chef at a monastery. There oh, we go. Uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where he yeah. learned to fight. Uh, <laughs> that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you this monastery. Hang on. This is. It's Jamie Oliver. <laughs> okay. Have you never right. heard Jamie Oliver Has speak? Has he got food in his mouth at that point? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, no, that's just how he speaks. Because it, it, it sounds like Bruce Forsyth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to send you this monastery. All right? And I'm going to send you. All the way out of his monastery, you're gonna lose a fight. <laughs> you're gonna lose a fight. You're gonna lose a fight. You're just a little, little sprinkle of this, sprinkle of that. And you... Bish bash bosh, you can fight. <laughs> yeah, you can fight. And uh, yeah, Ray Winston is like, I, I guess Ray Winston becomes like head bishop at St. Paul's Cathedral. <laughs> yeah, well, mm. I mean, I, I think the, the, uh, the idea would be. We've got okay, we've got to bake the conflict in, right? So, um, what uh, conflict are. <laughs> The, the the pearly court yes. and and St Paul's Cathedral are gonna have uh, within within London within uh, you know East London. But I, I think uh, I think it's kind of like a Godfather situation where it's like the church is always mm. uh, like a big part of the mob. Um, yeah, pro- probably something like like uh, they when when uh, the pearly king starts like actually becoming very very mobstery. You yeah, know, like like. Uh, and um, they try to push against it, you know. Ray Winston tries to push against it. Um, then uh, it becomes apparent that the church has been propping him up all this time, mm. right? Like mm. the 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 bishop of St Paul's Cathedral is actually in on it. 
You know, mm-hmm. he's he's very much kind of uh, he's he's funneling him money or he's laundering T- his taking, money for him. Taking bribes, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, like t- treating Saint Paul's as a safe house and stuff like that for yeah. for mob mob activity. Mm-hmm. And I think Ray Winston's like, I'm gonna put an end to this. It's nonsense. Yeah. And and so he's like, no more. We're gonna stop all this. Sh- Palava, <laughs> <laughs> this nonsense palava. This nonsense palava. Gonna have a right bishop bash bosh. And then I think, toward the end, they're having a fight. Right, mm. they're they're fighting. Mm. He's being beaten up because he can't match. He he is good at fighting, but he can't quite match the the sheer numbers of mm. Cockney geezers that are, that are, you know that are out there yeah. doing bad. And they all got their canes and all <laughs> they all got their canes. <laughs> all got their canes all dressed they're all dressed like the guys mm. from uh, Clockwork Orange in those uh, like yeah. white jumpsuits. <laughs> and and yeah. you know who's leading them? Yeah. Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine, yeah. And Michael Caine and Anthony Hopkins they're both they're both this martial arts movie <laughs> helmed by three really old men very old men yeah and as their elderly tutor yeah <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Oliver, Oliver. Jamie Oliver. <laughs> put a beard on him it's uh, fine um, uh, and uh, I think that like toward the end he, it becomes clear that he can't take he can't just fight he's got to use the mm. other part of the stuff that Jamie Oliver taught him which is, Jamie Oliver's uh, dead obviously uh, at this point he's been killed mm. um, by someone betraying him in the in the um, uh, in the church mm. uh, and uh, uh, so Ray Winston has to sneak in using the the, the power of like uh, the kind of Jamie Oliver's urchin side which is like cooking for the orphanage before he yeah. got sent off to the monastery uh, and and uh, blending into all, all different environments. So Ray Winston concocts a disguise, a cockney disguise he puts on a flat cap. And uh, that's, that's the disguise. And he walks into the like, service entrance of the, of the Pearly King's palace. Mm. Um, and uh, he, like, he basically... Um, we... we then cut to him doing the, the showdown uh, with Pearly King, Anthony Hopkins, Michael Caine, Barbara Windsor, and all his goons, mm. right? Uh, and they've just finished this giant feast. Mm. And they're like, oh, that was the best feast I've ever had. Yum, 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 yum. And then they, um, uh, they fight. And then just when it seems like Ray Winston's on his last legs, he's like, uh, you shouldn't have eaten my food (laughs) (laughs) you're all dead (laughs) okay so maybe we have a something going where Jamie Oliver tries to teach him about fighting and food and all he cares about is the fighting he dismisses the food until the air Uh, he's like I see now the power in both you've got to you've got to sort yeah. of learn I learn from the best <laughs> yep and maybe it's his dismissal of food that leads to Jamie Oliver's death yes, yes. Mm. what Th- that's because they poison Jamie Oliver's food mm. right and um, uh, Jamie Oliver is like oh you've got to sniff the food before mm. you've got to make sure you know all the ingredients Can you, you can smell it but he's got a cold that day and he asks, uh, and he asks yeah. Ray Winston to have a sniff of his food so he can tell whether it's got poison. And he's like, "Yeah, it's probably fine." Yeah, Ray, that's a load of old tosh. I don't need to know that. 
<laughs> yes, so he uh, learns the value of that. Yeah. And, and, and the fa- that final showdown, he hasn't poisoned their food. He's just made a very heavy <laughs> supper for them. <laughs> so they're not able to do martial yeah. arts. Well. They're like, oh, we've got to fight. But, oh, man, I could really use a nap. <laughs> I'm just, ow, oh, you've hit me in the head now. I mean, they all fall asleep, and that's when he just punches the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, this, what's happening? I'm just so, oh, it's food coma, sorry. <laughs> And that's when he becomes the bishop. <laughs> the bishop of Bash Bosh. Yeah. Bishop Bash Bosh. Oh, James Cannon for that one. A directorial, uh, directorial mastery there from Guy Ritchie. <laughs> it's a Guy Ritchie movie. Guy Ritchie yeah. movie. All right. So from the serial dragon, we've got no pain, no grain. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. This is from the serial dragon, so yeah, I don't know yeah. what I expected. Yeah. Okay, so we got we got ourselves a a film set in the old west. Yeah. No pain, no grain. No pain, no grain. I like it. Yeah, I'm I like imagining. It. Are we gonna go like typical casting or unusual casting? Because typical would be like, um, what's his face? Oh, yeehaw, Jimmy Grimbles. <laughs> you know the like, classic yeah. western man. The I was thinking <laughs> Chuck Norris, but oh, right. <laughs> I feel like Chuck Norris is too. Like, like you, you got your Sam Elliott's. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to give Chuck Norris any money. So, yeah, okay. um, you know. I mean, he'll do it for free. He's, like, <laughs> he's at a low point right now. Well, I do want to waste Chuck Norris's time. Yes. So. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> that's. I good. mean, since Bruce Lee retired, he's not. He's not had much to do. Not had much to do. Yeah, <laughs> apart, from, apart from be a, a, a right wing weirdo. Uh, <laughs> since Bruce Lee retired. He did. I, I didn't. I didn't read the end of that. <laughs> Autobiography, I assume. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. He's you assume the, bi- the autobiography recently. Yeah, I didn't double check. Last, the last chapter, it's quite a small chapter because it says, and now I'm sat here writing this book. So. Yeah. <laughs> and Chuck Norris is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so no pain, no grain. No pain, no grain. No pain, no grain. So, Which, to be fair, yeah. If it's not set in the West, or mm-hmm. if we don't, if we are location agnostic but not genre mm-hmm. agnostic, it's still be a Western. Yeah. This could be set in France. Oh. Mm. At which point it would be no pain, no grain. Oh. <laughs> doesn't rhyme then. No No pain, no grain. No pain, no grain. No grain. Uh, and it's set during the revolution, uh, <laughs> the French Revolution. Of course, someone's going to hear that t- title who speaks English and be like, "No pen, no grain." <laughs> no pain, no grain. No pen, no grain. So this is the true story of King oh. Louis XVI oh, okay. or yeah. something, right? Where like the 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 people are rioting <laughs> and they're wrong to, and they're wrong to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, King Louis the Sixteenth is there in like a yellow Bruce Lee tracksuit <laughs> in the Palace of Versailles uh, as everyone, people just charging towards him. Everyone he's ever known has been uh, beheaded. Yeah, and uh, he is there like I've got to I've got to blend in. So he gets he uh, takes off his wig <laughs> and all his makeup, yeah. and he's just a guy <laughs> played by who's oh. who's oh. Who's that guy? He's um. He was in Game of Thrones. Oberon. Oh, oh Pedro Oberon. Pascal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's Pedro Pascal. <laughs> it's King Louis the Sixteenth. And, and do you know what? He does just look like a guy. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think it, it's like yeah. 
as King Louis XIII, because nobody knows what he actually looks like without the uh, makeup and the yeah, wig yeah. and stuff, right? So once he takes it off, it's just like, it's just with, Pedro Pascal. With the, with the makeup on, he looks like Nicholas Holt from The Favourite. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fully full wig and stuff like that. he's just Nicholas. We get Nicholas Holt to yeah, dress yeah, yeah. as Louis the Sixteenth, and then and when then he, he takes the makeup turns, on, it's Pedro Pascal. From, yeah, he turns away from the camera, rubs all the makeup off, and it's just Pedro Pascal with uh, one smudge of makeup. Yeah. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Pedro Pascal. I, I, I think I think with this one, it is just him fighting people on the steps of the Palace of Versailles <laughs> in a, in a uh, Bruce Lee tracksuit. No, I think he, uh, he, he he goes and hides. He ends up at a uh, a bakery. Because you've got to have the no, no pain, no grain yeah. situation, right? Yeah. Um, he follows the whole supply chain back to uh, a demon who's oh. hiding out in the fields what? in the fields of Versailles making wheat <laughs> no he's not he's stopping anyone else from taking any that's that's uh, why the people were poor not no. because the royals did anything wrong uh. not because the bourgeoisie did anything like, like, like bad it was Satan it was a demon that kept grain from the mouths of the poor this just sounds like propaganda <laughs> Louis the Thirteenth <laughs> propaganda. Yeah. Louis the Thirteenth could make a propaganda film. You're like, it wasn't me, guys. I was trying to help. Yeah. <laughs> I was beating up this demon. Yeah. You ever seen Kill Bill with Bruce Lee? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, imagine me wearing that. Don't worry, guys. I got this. You just eat cake while I'm, while I'm sorting this. Yeah, he goes to the baker. Baker says, I've got no grain to make bread with. Or, like, I've got, I've got no flour. He goes to the mill where the flour comes from, and the flour, and, and the guy's like, there's ghosts in the mill, but that's usually fine. Oh. Uh, I've, I've, got, I've got no grain to put into the mill. And so he goes out to a field in the middle of oh. the side, and it's just, it's just Jack Black Painted red <laughs> <laughs> and naked. <laughs> going, yeah, no grain for you. <laughs> we cannot go into the field. <laughs> there is a demon there. <laughs> this really takes the cake. Yeah, takes the brioche. <laughs> okay, does Jack Black have a musical number? That's the question. Yeah, uh, yeah of course he does. Yeah, yeah. It'd be wasting you not to. <laughs> but I think it's one where you know how some musicals the song isn't actually happening in what's going yeah. on. They're, I think this is one where the song's actually. Yes, this yes. is one where the song is happening. Mm, yeah, yeah. He's singing to all the people to keep them out of his yeah. out of the out of singing the Satan. fields. <laughs> singing Satan. He's singing tribute by Tenacious D. Yes, yeah. we, we couldn't pay for him. So. <laughs> <laughs> and like the thing is right mm. we painted Jack Black red yeah there is no other evidence that he's magical <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he's a red guy <laughs> now ha- having said that yeah. every time anyone else goes into a field mm. Jack Black you hear <laughs> <laughs> And he appears, and it could be a hundred miles uh. away. You will always hear him running, <laughs> and then he goes, "No, he's no, always, coming into this field." He's real tired when he arrives. <laughs> so it just ends with Pedro Pascal beating the shit out of Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black yeah. 
Oh. I love how there's no martial arts in this as well. It's oh. just it's just a scrap fight in the middle of the field. Oh man. This 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 French royalist propaganda. <laughs> yeah. And he's uh. like and that was the end of the French royal family. <laughs> he says in a monologue at the end. Yeah. Uh, and there was nothing to bring them back, you know, they were already dead, but France would go on to prosper. <laughs> Thanks to Louis. Oh. Me. <laughs> I just imagine Jack Black singing tribute, but he's changed the words, so it's all just him <laughs> and him. <laughs> and I said! <laughs> um, from Ross Originals, we've got Bare Fist Fighter. Yeah. Bear. Okay. Okay. Spelt. Bear. Yeah. B A R. Someone's got bear fists. <laughs> I'm imagining makeup like that in Teen Wolf. Yeah. You know, with the cheap fur attached to yeah. someone's fist. He gets yeah. bullied for having bear hands. <laughs> bear hands can't manipulate like... small objects. <laughs> His whole life. Bullied for not being able to write with a pen. <laughs> I'm thinking Ben Stiller. <laughs> yeah, and and in this movie, like the the end point at this point in my head is like, violence is the only answer. <laughs> That's also the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I'm good at is violence. And his gloves are painted red. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess that the the thing they learn could be that bears give good hugs as well as <laughs> as fighting good. Yeah. Oh. And also kill. <laughs> and also kill. Okay. And steal steal uh, supplies from from campus. <laughs> hey, what's that film? I saw it recently where um, a girl goes to her rich fiance's house to get married, and the family own like board games. Oh, it's like no. Ready or Not. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, Radio, I'm imagining that kind of tone. They own the concept of board games. They own like a massive board game company. They're crazy rich. So the the initial premise, I don't know. I don't want to say it because I enjoyed going into it with my friend. Be like, I won't tell you what's happening. Okay. But the tone is, you know, quite violent but weirdly comical. Okay. So that's what I'm imagining with this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like the, the don't they like. I've only seen the trailer, but it's not like, uh, uh, don't they I play a game of like hide and seek or something? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it turns violent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the plan yeah. all along kind of thing. Yeah. So like, uh, I, maybe this is a, this is a sort of, uh, werewolf, werebear scenario, right? But they've only gone part way. Wait, a what bear? A werebear. <laughs> werebear. Yeah, it's Where? like a werewolf, but just a bear. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant whereas in W H E R. Werebear. Werebear go. Inspired by your hide and seek talk. Uh, <laughs> werebear. Find the bear before he finds you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. which, is, which is where we're going now. Yeah. Right? It's going to be one of those Bigfoot situations uh, where, like, um, uh, Bigfoot is also in this movie. There's there's, there's camps. Yeah. And yeah, but you're right. Bigfoot is also in the movie. Bigfoot mm. is is the sensei okay. of this situation. <laughs> and he's like, and it's uh, it's so it's, in my mind now, right? I've got Ben Stiller yeah. growing up as a kid with his bare hands. <laughs> no, no, it's it's something that happens at summer camp. That like that that transforms oh. Ben Stiller I don't know. into into whose hands into a bear because at that point you've got. Um, 
the bullying can happen. Yeah. Mm. Also, and um, we get to f- foreground it rather than backstory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you can have Bigfoot being like, "Hey, man, I, I got big, I got big feet." As Owen Wilson. I got big feet. It's hard, <laughs> but you gotta make you gotta make the best what, with what you can do. You know. Uh, I, I I was bullied for quite a while uh, for having big feet. People were trying to take photos of me and, uh, you know, uh, 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 trying to shoot me, uh, trying to make a rug out of my feet, trying to make water skis out of my feet. <laughs> Are you a Sasquatch or, or, a, or a Bigfoot? I'm just your camper, man. <laughs> I'm just a guy. Hey, don't don't steal my my lunch. Ah, that's this is a joke. Ah, don't, don't kill me. <laughs> oh, uh, but his way his own Wilson meant to be like, nay, look at me now, <laughs> as if he's in a remotely good position. Yeah, he's living. He's living out. He's 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 like sort of namaste. You know, he's oh, okay. got that sort of like he's chill with it now. Uh, <laughs> he used to be, he yeah. used to be sort of like Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, like this is kind of a post Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Where like uh, he, you know, he's he's had all the I've been people are trying to kill me. Mm. I've ha- he's had all the hating humanity, and now he's just fucking chill with it. Uh, I love how that's a cultural movement post <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yeah so that <laughs> I feel like somewhere in there there's yeah, have you seen what is it um, it's Shanghai Noon yeah with Jackie Chan yeah no one wasn't I want to believe there's a link there somewhere <laughs> even if it's just a callback you know I met this guy before I was you know all furry and stuff <laughs> yeah he's the old but at the end of Shanghai Nights the sequel yeah. to Shanghai Noon um, he he goes off and let's pretend that what he does is he goes off and becomes Bigfoot. He just mm. wanders off into the Rockies <laughs> yeah. one afternoon. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like a second puberty. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh wow, what, what's going on? <laughs> oh, my feet. <laughs> one of the huge. One of the minor details of Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights is that Owen Wilson can live for thousands of years. <laughs> it's in the, the subtext, really. It's <laughs> in the subtext. Yeah, like, you know, there's, there's it, like indefinite what's the word like there's always potential for unlimited sequels right Shanghai yeah. noon night the following day <laughs> yeah, the implication is that you could go on forever yeah and, that, and so can Owen Wilson <laughs> well, there's a line in Shanghai noon where it's like oh yeah back in 1604 when I was just a kid <laughs> it's like wait hang on <laughs> I, I like the the idea that something happens to him just after the credits of Shanghai nights yeah um, which, which <laughs> extends his life for thousands of years and makes his feet grow um, uh, at the rate that they have been growing for the rest of his life. <laughs> Wait, so what are we calling this cinematic universe that involves Shanghai Noon, uh, the Hendersons? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Shanghai the, Hendersons the cinematic BF? universe. Okay. The, 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 Hender, the Hender Noon cinematic universe. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Uh, so the HCU. We've now reached post Henderson's HCU. Yeah, this is phase two of the HCU. <laughs> well, we introduce. What was the film called? <laughs> Bare Fist Fighter. Bare Fist Fighter Ben Stiller. Um, yeah, and Ben Stiller's uh, 
you know, he, he's he's chased out into the woods. Yeah. The camp counselor is you expect. Yeah. Uh, it's Willem Dafoe. You expect him mm. to be a nice guy. Yeah. But he mm. turns out to love hunting. Oh. And uh, be a kind of closet, okay. you know, Bigfoot hunter. That's why he's out in these woods specifically. Right. And when he sees another monster, he's like, I, I, I can't help myself. <laughs> I just love getting my gun and running around in the woods <laughs> slaying mythical cryptids <laughs> slaying cryptids i'm a cryptid hunter yeah uh, and we have the 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 moment where the penny drops where it's ben stiller knows william defoe is this wonderful camp counselor yeah owen wilson all oh, knows him as that guy he's been hunting it yeah they're both established separately and they're both established as as, as like ben stiller's father figures Mm. You know, oh. they've both been nice to Ben Stiller at, up to this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah. you know, uh, Willem Dafoe has been encouraging Ben Stiller, who uh, 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 hitherto, this point, mm. hasn't had bare hands. <laughs> but then there's a few days where he does have bare hands and he's trying to deal yeah. with that at camp, but he can't He can't fasten his shoelaces. Oh, he can't do archery anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Willem Dafoe slowly... Maybe he hits a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and the more the hands become bare hands, uh, uh, Willem Dafoe's brow furrows, you know, oh. and he gets a little colder. Yeah. He's like, I wish I hadn't taught you to canoe. His, his pupils get wider so it's like a shark just like his eyes just go black like mm. it's uh, he's a cryptid himself he is hunting cryptids oh my god because he hates his own kind but I love how we've sort of skimmed over the fact that Ben Stiller's at this summer camp yeah with a bunch of other kids <laughs> is there a problem? No, no not really <laughs> um, a young Ben Stiller well just Ben Stiller it's Ben Stiller now he's just he's, he's just playing a child the entire movie got a baseball cap on yeah I've got I'm doing the Zoolander voice because yeah. I can't I've got bare hands. I don't know what to do, Willem Dafoe. I just don't know what to do. You can die. <laughs> uh, see, I like the idea that William Dafoe does his best to hide his rage yeah. and seem supportive. And you meet you meet a uh, I was going to say Oliver Twist for some reason. <laughs> um, who's the other guy's name's gone from my Owen head? Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. And you meet Owen Wilson and maybe he's got like some kind of scar, um, mm, some kind of injury yeah. from oh, that hunter. Yeah. And you, you, we heavily establish that before we see the dark side of William Defoe. Yeah. The bullet's it. just stuck in there, man. And he, he looks at this bullet and uh, each bullet that Willem Defoe fires has got the face of Willem Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh. And, and oh, oh, and it stood, the bullet, is stood on on um uh like on Bigfoot's like mantelpiece. Mm. Right? Okay, yeah. Uh, so when you p- yeah. pick it up and look at the underside, that's when you see Willem Dafoe's face. But normally uh, it's just just sat there normally, yeah. so you can have that right. reveal of like, oh no, oh, it just falls on the floor. Yeah, and it spins around. Exactly, it falls on the floor when there's a big boom because someone's coming in with a with a with a gun uh, to, to try and track down Bigfoot mm. of course it's Willem Dafoe having been led Ooh. out into the woods into that secret area of the woods mm. by Ben Stiller mm. who's going out to see uh, Bigfoot to learn from him again to learn how to fight with large appendages <laughs> large either hands or feet and well <laughs> bigfoot i like the idea that bigfoot is sort of standing on his hands to, to do it to Uh-oh. do like punches yeah and he's like 
All you have to do is this, but backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so like a kick, but with my my hand kick. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. See, I quite like the idea that there's that that penny drop moment, right? And it's when um, Ben bullet Stiller drop bullet drop moment <laughs> when Ben Stiller has convinced. Owen Wilson, um, that there's this camp counselor he has, he's really nice and welcoming and has seen his bare hands and seems fine with it. And he, he wants him to meet. Mm. And so he sends Owen Wilson off to meet the camp counselor and he tells the camp counselor, oh yeah, there's this guy I want you to meet, I think you'll like him. Yeah. And it's while he's still back at the cabin that the bullet drops. And he's like, uh, what have I done? What have I done? I've sent him to his, to his yeah. death. Has to run in. And, uh, and Willem Dafoe at this point has got like loads of hunters around. You know, there's, it's a, there's a hunter convention going through town. Oh no. Um, and they have motor bikes as well <laughs> they do driving through the forest on motorbikes and one of them's got a motor canoe as well uh, <laughs> and it converts into a bike <laughs> yeah. yeah what happens is one yeah. of them one of them is like revs the revs the bike up it's got a side car yeah. it revs uh, the bike up uh, and just breaks at the edge of the, <laughs> the yeah. edge of the lake the side car slides off yeah. all the way across actually you know what we, we're saving that we're saving that for um uh, Bigfoot riding a motorbike <laughs> and trying to save Ben Stiller yes. by sending him scooting along the um, uh, uh, along the, the, the lake, and then he uses his ability to that he learned from Willem Dafoe to to, uh, to paddle really fast on his canoe. But he doesn't have he doesn't have um, uh, uh, like he, he doesn't have a, an oar, so he just uses his giant uh, legs along brilliant no where's he going I don't know, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere to stop the hunters yeah uh, and <laughs> he, he punches guys as well yeah he or kick, them kicks them with his hands yeah well they're, they're up in they're all up in this like ranger station this ranger tower yeah this yeah. firewatch tower yeah and uh yeah willem dafoe has like run out of bullets mm. and uh, ben stiller is like just punching at each each like yeah. uh leg of this tower oh yeah 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 just bringing it down that's, bringing it down that's how the fall, film ends falls into the lake where we've we, it's revealed earlier on mm -hmm. that the reason Willem Dafoe likes hunting for cryptids is because a girl who broke his heart is actually a crack is, is actually the kraken that lives in the lake oh <laughs> I thought you were going to say mermaid but okay <laughs> the, the kraken that lives in the lake yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and like Bigfoot and like um, bare hands mm. and like shark eyes the foe, uh -huh. um, the kraken that lives in the lake is just a person but with tentacles, yeah. uh, like uh, a lower body, lower body mm. tentacles. Amy Poehler. Yeah, and yeah. it's just, actually it's not even a, it's not just a person. It's like her entire body is tentacles and then just a human head. Yeah, Amy Poehler's giant head. <laughs> it's just it's just a kraken that you know. You know, imagine the kraken from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah, mm. huge yeah. crater of a thing, right? Yeah. Slightly smaller because it's only a lake, yeah. right? And then imagine the whole thing opens up and it's Amy Poehler's head. <laughs> yeah, it's the thing from Lord of the Rings, mm. the the, yeah. the, the, oh. the the watcher on the wall from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and uh, and then um, also it's got an alien vibe. Yeah. It's just like a tendril that comes <laughs> out with a little of Amy mouth. Poehler head yeah. coming out. Uh. <laughs> A smaller head. Yeah, a little yeah. smaller head. Is and it talks in a really high pitched yeah. voice. And and Willem Dafoe is like, 
Willem Dafoe's like, she broke my heart. <laughs> I don't want to kill her so bad and I'll kill every other cryptid in this place. Uh, and then as the, as the Firewatch Tower falls over, it's next yeah. to the lake, he falls in. Yeah. And Amy Polis there's like... Uh, her little mouth opening up. Yeah. I'll eat you. <laughs> in that exact voice. <laughs> I'll eat you, Willem Dafoe's character. <laughs> okay, so, just quickly, oh. post credit scene, we're going to blow open the... What was it, the SCU? <laughs> See you the, the the Shanghai yeah. the Shanghai Knights Henderson's <laughs> SHU. Yeah. We're gonna blow up in this universe by having a scene where where Owen Wilson goes to a bar, right? Because he's now accepted by the bikers. Oh yeah. Um and he pulls up in a seat next to his friend who lets out a quiet little Chewbacca roar. <laughs> and now it is now part of the Star Wars universe. Yes. <laughs> we blended it all in. It'll be on Disney Plus this year. Yeah, and yeah. I have a buddy cop film. Yeah. With the two of them. It's, um, it's uh, Ichibaka from uh, the Star Wars Christmas special. Yes. Or yeah, Star Wars Holiday special. Um, Chewbacca. Chewbacca's wife. Yeah. Son. Oh. Is, is, is it is Lumpy Backer? Lumpy <laughs> okay. is the child, Lumpy. right? Yeah. <laughs> Lumpy. Yeah. Or was that the granddad? Maybe. I can't remember. He's is, got a is, whole is, family is, in this special. Is his actual Ishii. name Lumpy Backer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, well, because like the, I, yeah. I, I think someone writing the Christmas special yeah. thought mm. that Chewy. Mm. rather than Chewbacca was yeah. his name and uh, therefore decided that everyone else would be called like you know it, it's like Sneezy right it's like yeah. uh, it, it, it sort of uh, oh this one's lumpy <laughs> itchy yeah. scratchy it's, uh, how I felt when you were conceived <laughs> <laughs> and I felt lumpy and then their surname is Backer yeah oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. Oh, no. So that was Bare Fist Fighter. Thank you for that, Ross. So those are all our titles. Thank you to everyone again who gave us those titles over on our social media. Again, they were facebook.com forward slash Life's Pitch Podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show as well. And thank you again, Julian, for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's, yeah. been, a, it's been a lot of fun. Good, yeah. good to have you on. Um, have you got anything to plug? I could plug the shrimps. Does that work? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, anyone interested in doing improv comedy for free every Wednesday, 7.30 to 9.30 at uh, the University of Sheffield Student Union, uh, we do improv, predominantly short form. We just play games, have fun. Uh, all abilities welcome. Uh, feel free to jump on social media. You can just search us up to find out exactly where we are. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Thank you again for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. If you want to help us out, then please consider telling your friends about the show. Um, and uh, if you have already told your friends, or you don't have any friends, or you would rather keep the friends that you already have, then perhaps uh, just sharing it on, on, a, on a social media that doesn't, you know, doesn't specify you. You know, it's like a, a proxy account of some kind. Just say it's really good. The podcast. Listen to it. Or. If you are, are uh, if you don't want to go to all that effort, then all you can do, you can just go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and give us a little bit of money in place of that promotion. Uh, and um, it really, really helps us out, keeps the podcast going, helps uh, pay and, and replace uh, various bits of kit uh, and pay for the hosting and all that sort of stuff. As well as, you know, if you would buy, if you saw me and Tom out on the street and you were like, ah, oh, I listen to their podcast, I'll buy him a coffee. Yeah. Then 
uh, it's a decaf marker for Tom. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but you can also just go to Patreon and give us the money, and we'll and we'll and we'll we'll we'll, we'll do it that way. Because uh, but... I want the slight taste of coffee in a hot chocolate, <laughs> but without the caffeine and a little bit more soil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, over on Patreon you can get a bunch of stuff uh, for just a dollar a month. You can get a vote on the genre each week, which is far more than your your country give you, and they charge you more than a dollar. Mm. Um, uh, more than that you can get bonus pictures you can get behind the scenes stuff you can get uh, audio commentaries of movies uh, there's a load of stuff over there so go and check it out over on patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and of course we like to read their names out so here are all their real names that is Brandon Spanky Mills bonus pitch reminder for January and February uh, Ross keeping us um Honest there. Uh, Alexa, sweet Jesus, please release me from my Life's a President podcast subscription. Jeremy L. Kayyem. Stephen D. Thomas. Blobber, lobber, lava, zabba, lava. Oh, joyous day, or is it? JFK Dost return in the latest episode of orcsordorks.podbean.com. Fingers to hand. I'm not trapped. I'm not trapped in the podcast. I am happy and safe with my family and friends. Please continue to support this very ethical podcast. James Delaney. A whisper on the wind. A mumble in the mountains. A prophecy on the horizon. A jazz-headed, semi-multinational feline anticipation laughing through your favourite store brand... Through your favourite store brand sandwich. Doesn't make any sense. Is that AI generated? <laughs> we regret to announce that we are calling off the search for Maximilian Bisk and declaring him legally dead. Our thanks again to Chief Inspector Brent Black, who was instrumental in find in not finding Mix Bisk. Matt trapped in an endless last revolution watching the vodka samurai until the next end of time oh my god that one just keeps twisting doesn't it <laughs> joseph hegarty we have enough union suits please stop the serial dragon and family postman pat is an anagram of stomata pup if you turn an n upside down the benzos are taking control. The benzos are taking control. The benzos are taking control. The Life's a President podcast is not sponsored by Manscape. Alex, sponsored by Lockheed Martin, Keen. Matt and Tom's rapidly disintegrating microphone stand. It really is. Hark! The Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. Episode 2 of the Life's a President podcast is out now. Tune in on Spotify or the other places, I guess. Zoe! Nobody is truly safe from Elbridge Jerry, but at least you can be forewarned. Tierney! By turn exclamation mark by tuning in to episode two of the Life's a President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Life's a President, where we really just get into it and try to make some sense of the president list mystery. Ads! Bex, Chuck, D, Evan, Frieda, Gary, Ingrid, John, K, Lars, Mel, Neil, Otorinolaryngologist. Try my best. Paul, Queenie, Rog, Sally, Thad, Eunice, Vic, Walt. I say J, you say F K. J. 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 Perfect. 
So uh, thank you to all those people uh, who give us a little bit of money at the Patreon. What, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's a trip, in it? Those I, are all real I don't know names. where the name started and finished. <laughs> yeah. Patreon needs to introduce the character limit there. <laughs> they re- I really wish they would. Something below 100. <laughs> yeah. Something below a tweet would be great. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there's more, there's more characters for names on Patreons than there are in a regular tweet. Mm. <laughs> all right, so we end the show as we always do with the Yes Very Clever Award, which is the award we give out. Someone's given us a title and just had a bit of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a bit of fun with an existing film title or franchise in this case. Uh, so from Terry Silver, we've got Miyagi, Revenge of the Chopstick Fly. <laughs> nice. Okay, well, that, that fly is dead, unless you're talking about <laughs> Descendants of the Dead Fly. <laughs> so either it's a film about, like, evil, vengeful Casper, the fly, <laughs> played by Casper. <laughs> I think or... I think it's simply um, it's simply an emotional uh, oh. uh, an emotional regret. <laughs> and I think I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. And I've been Julian Bentham. Remember who pitched it. Bye.